0: You said you found it?
1: Yes, I have the opener.
0: I meant your dignity. Bitch. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for
2: your dose of dish. Alright, well ladies and gents, welcome to another episode with difficulties of a Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on Digital Stream Radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday, excuse me, every Wednesday, it's Wednesday. It's Monday, it's, Wednesday. Yeah, I know, who knows, at 6pm Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com.
0: Are we recording?
2: Uh, yes, we are. My name is Tom, and I'm your host. And we are <laughs> recording. And as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host. Starting with the first one. Hey y'all, Nick or Trish, and our boy over here,
1: Jay Bear, aka your boyfriend's boyfriend.
2: I threw you off a little bit. Didn't yeah,
1: I? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> your boy. Ooh.
2: Our boy. Their you know, boy. our boy. I don't know. I have to. I have to call you something. Something. <laughs> so how boy, it we-
1: was nice. Thank you for being so generous. Oh, you're welcome. How is you? I is We'll start with you Yeah, I guess we're starting with me today
2: Yeah, we're speaking abonics today We're
1: doing good I went camping I went to To the woods The woods, Uh uh-huh Camping resort in PA Is that your story? <clears throat> That's my story, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm you're, thinking to it. You're
2: thinking to it. I'm sticking
1: to it. Well, thinking to. If <laughs> you want bit.
2: elaborate,
1: elaborate. Yeah. You know, well, he,
2: like he he's a, he's a little thick. You know, he loves it. That's yeah. not what I'm, what I'm
0: saying.
1: <laughs> <He loves laughs> of course, it. of course, you're never saying that. No, it was good. It was a nice time. It's an LGBTQ plus owned and operated campground. Right clothing optional and we've mentioned this
2: before i mean we talked about it because this is not the first time that you've been and you always go with your brother-in-law right so who is his wife's brother
1: yes so
2: So it was fun it was
1: it was a great weekend um it was the long of course holiday weekend so we had a good time everybody assumed that we were partners he and i right and everybody was like why are you and your partner sleeping in separate tents until so like, they find out yeah oh,
2: that's my wife's brother
1: yeah and then he's like oh that's my brother-in-law oh that's nice so you're married to his it'll be like wife and they're like who what wait what wait what?" <laughs> everybody was so confused and that's okay yeah, you know it what? It's, it's it's
2: not fun. up to you it's to clarify for them yep. where you stand in relationships people just shouldn't assume
1: yeah they, they, i mean right. it's an old gay campground so i guess you know right there were probably this is the most women i've seen second time i've been there there was probably about six right
2: women. the last time you went you went with your daughter when my daughter and her and, cousin and her, and her, cousin. her cousin's
1: girlfriend Interesting. Um, Yeah. So it it was fun. It was a nice weekend. A lot of good events. Uh, They actually had, they have an amphitheater now, and they did a drag show. It was really, really well done. I was amazed. You know, sometimes you think, Oh, we're camping. They're just going to be fooling around, being a hot mess. Stuff was choreographed, and I mean, it was on point. Oh,
2: good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. I mean, we keep saying that. We should try to book something. But, you know, if I were to go camping, I need to have a a cabin. It needs to have a bathroom indoors. I'm not walking across a field to go shower.
0: Also, like... Girl. It's a gay campground, so bidet is necessary.
2: <laughs> I would bring mine and my wrenches and make sure that you know I retrofit my <laughs> bidet.
1: Yeah, I would bring my... my Get one, one of those portable bidet bottle thingies. No, 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 no. They sell a whole kit now. They, you connect the water bottle to it and it's automated and the whole nine.
2: Really? Yeah. What
1: are you talking about? A portable bidet. You need
2: to do a review on that. Yeah, I got to so, I'll look one. it up because
1: I saw it the other day.
2: Yeah. So you were you were thinking about it? Actually,
1: I I don't know why it popped up. Probably because we were talking about bidets, and Mm -hmm. then it popped up on one of my uh, timelines, which is usually the
2: case. We're (laughs) always talking about you know some stuff. So,
1: well, that's cool. That's cool. it It was a good time.
2: I'm glad you enjoyed it. So we we probably should at some point. Decide whether or not we're going to make a trip and then we can probably record an episode from over there.
1: Possibly, yeah, absolutely.
2: And I don't know, maybe we'll do the episode live by the campfire. We'll bring all the equipment and some batteries and we'll figure it out.
1: Well, they have, they have. Quite a quite a bit of stuff. They're they're well prepared.
2: Yeah. So I have my extension cords. You know, we can run an extension cord. We'd all sit by the fire. We can interview some of the or the
1: pool or the or dance the pool. club.
2: Right. But wait. Um. So you said that people who are seasonal that go there often are called.
1: Uh, perms. <laughs> so we'll interview
2: some of the perms. <laughs> yes, and you know, get the scoop get some on this on this little. That's,
1: it's really cool. You know, it's weird. It's, it's weird in the sense that I've done camping for many years, and what I've experienced here that's different is that you you can be walking through a site and people are hanging out having drinks outside. And They're like, "Come over, have a drink with us," or "Here for your walk to wherever you're headed." Oh, that's cute. Like People, yeah, they're nice. Oh, absolutely. What? Yeah. She clearly hasn't been one of the guests. And then yeah. they, they've had they've had several events, and then um, it's by by byob everywhere you go. They right. don't, they the don't the club? S- yeah, they don't sell liquor, uh, they don't sell beer. So you can bring a cooler with. So you. yeah, you can bring your coolers. Any event, anything is byob. <laughs> oh, she gonna be smashed. And, <laughs> you say but, the cooler, and I think yeah. of
0: that time when we went to Tanglewood. <laughs> And you were walking out with your cooler and Chris. And
2: Chris. Chris. Right. I had to drag Chris all over the place. That was hilarious. But uh, Um, what
1: they do is they bring a beer truck, a draft beer truck. Oh, nice. um, And uh, they did two events this weekend where the truck was there. One was a a jockstrap party. Right. Um, And like they said, you could, uh, what was it? They they said um, you could come with your athletic support. Or if you're a supporter, you can just come along with them. Uh, but it was fun. It was, it was a f- fun hangout. And then they did uh, their first ever shot crawl.
2: The shot crawl. Can, so, can you explain what the shot crawl is? So the is? shot
1: crawl, hence uh, the name, like a bar crawl. Shot, but, shot, shot, yeah, shot, shot the, shot, the perms that have permanent residency there uh-huh. set up in, in a certain way and they... Basically you were led by golf cart <laughs> to the locations and a group of people was walking behind them and then you'd show up to a, a site and they'd have a table full of shots.
2: Oh nice. So, so did you participate in the oh, shots? Oh yeah, well, absolutely. What was your favorite? So
1: some of the some of the spots had really good stuff, but I had a couple of favorites. My my number one was a the blow Chocolate no, a chocolate cherry ganache shot.
2: Oh, that sounds that sounds like a drag queen.
1: Yeah, right. Actually, there <laughs> Chocolate is a drag cherry queen. Ganache?
2: something Um something ganache. <laughs> but it was yeah, it's, yummy. It's, that's not happening. Yeah,
1: it was yummy. And then they had um <laughs> then they had actually there was the the first shot I took, they said it was a maple syrup and coconut rimmed uh shot glass. Right. With um it was a coconut, a coconut infused it was like 151. Uh, 100 proof rim. Man, I took a shot 151? of that. 151?
0: Yeah, it was. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy hell. But
1: these guys that served that shot, you had to go up a ramp into their trailer, and they had a huge deck built out in front of the trailer. Massive deck. Hot tub. They had a day bed. Oh, you would have been right. Yeah, right on day it. bed, hot tub going. One fifty one. Yeah, two big, <laughs> two big bears. Older guys, really, really sweet, really nice. And what was cool is you. you, you- but wait,
2: wait a minute. So they built a deck. How long were they? Were they were these one of the uh the
1: perms? One of the perms. One of the yeah. perms. Okay. I mean, outdoor shower built in next to the. I mean, they really go all out. What, they build stuff. They so build what do they do? Shit.
2: Carry this this wood with them and they go. No, they're they they're
1: permanent residents there, so oh, okay. they they're there every year. Gotcha.
2: That makes sense. Perms. They yeah. Okay. So <laughs>
1: okay. They they did they did the the works on it. Amazing, and it was cool. You walk by and then they have a. Like a body size pillow, and the pillow had one of the guy's pictures, like him and his leather, laid out, and it's on the pillow, printed on the pillow. So it looks like there's a guy on the on the couch from afar, and it's actually a pillow. So
2: basically, you can lay on the guy without yeah. laying on the guy. Yep.
1: Yep. yep. Oh, nice. It was fun.
2: Nice. And Trish, how are you?
0: I'm fine. I'm fine.
2: She's fine. That's it. Just fine.
0: Did you enjoy your weekend? Yeah, we had a lovely weekend. I we mean. Did. We pretty much spent it together. We did. We went to our friend's house for her birthday on Saturday.
2: Right. I don't
0: think I've laughed that much in
2: years. We had such a good time. So we did karaoke. It was was my my best friend Jack's birthday.
0: And then Sunday, I worked with you. Uh
2: Uh-huh. At the bar. And then, you know. It it
0: was so fucking busy. It
2: was. was? But
0: Oh, by the end of the night. I was like, I'm too fucking old for this. I was literally <laughs> like crouched over. My back was hurting. Everything was fucking hurting. It was, I mean, it it was worth it.
2: Oh, Of course it was. But I at mean... the end of
0: the day, I was just like, oh my God, why am I in so much fucking pain right now? <laughs> um, and then we ended up evading the rain and having a nice steak Early dinner. Right. Well, well,
2: the thing was, it kept saying it was going to rain all day. Right? And I was like, Nick, if we don't do something because we think it's going to rain, we're not going to do anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, he just said, fine, I'll come over. <clears throat> and we came over. We went to the store, we picked up some stuff, mm. we made some, like, Caprese salad, we had steaks, we mm-hmm. did some veggies on the grill, and we sat, and we just, you know, had a really good time. We drank, we,
0: we yeah. ate. And Raleigh just pooped all over your yard. All
2: over my yard. Um, I got to see my niece. So, Raleigh <laughs> is Nick's roommate's dog. Well, basically, it's Nick's, because, you know, he, eh. she loves you. Eh. Uh, and she, I call eh. her my niece. So, she comes over, and she just roams my yard. Marking all the places, you know, she's a female dog. My two dogs are just going right behind. You're like, Oh no, fuck you, bitch. Let me,
1: <laughs> let me ask
2: this. Um, <laughs> but you know, she came over, she was chill. My dogs were chill. We cooked steaks. We oh. ate, we had a good time and yeah. you know, just making, um, good use of the fact that today is going to be my last. M- well, that day was my last Monday off. Now I have to go back to the office on Mondays. Yep. Oh, it's going to be tough
1: especially you know when you get out of the bar
2: at one o'clock in the morning um, and then you have to drive home you have to sort of kind of work down from your buzz because you know you're buzzing all night you've got people singing and you're singing and then the next morning you're just like don't talk to me until at least nine o'clock i haven't had coffee yet my nose is itching and i think i want to sneeze and i don't want to and so anyway um but yeah we had a good weekend
1: Mm -hmm. so you guys got rain what saturday night no, it into was... Into Sunday or Sunday night? Tuesday. Tuesday? Man, it no, came no, no, it was, Tuesday night where I was already night home. Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Right. it woke me up.
2: Yeah. And then Tuesday, it just kept raining yeah. and raining so and when, raining.
1: When we were camping, they announced rain for Saturday. Then it moved to Sunday, but it started raining Saturday night.
2: Right. Well, that's um, basically what happened here. They kept saying, oh, it's going to rain at four o'clock. Then at four o'clock, you look at the weather and it was like, no, now it's five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it just kept pushing it back more and yeah. back more.
1: Now, my wife was at her friend's house half an hour from where where I was camping. That's how it was the oddest thing. She was supposed to, uh, originally, she was supposed to go to Jersey Uh to uh, one of my cousin's birthday bash. And then she decided not to go. She ended up going to her cousin's house in upstate New York. And then one of her friends, they're like childhood friends.
2: How is it possible that her being in upstate New York, she's close to you?
1: No, check this out. So okay. she was, yeah, she was in upstate New York hanging out at her cousin's house. Her best, Their best friend shows up from childhood. They've known each other for ages. She ends up going home with her. She's like, you're going home with me tonight. We're going to hang out. That She lives in Jersey. Right. Right off of Route 80, which is the way okay. I was going back home. So at I kind of, on my way home, I kind of wanted her to know I'm on my way home. So I text her the GPS location, you know, hey. This is where I'm at. I'm already home. She calls me. She's like, "You're like 20 minutes away, half hour from where D lives." So they text me the address. So I ended up just picking her up and bringing her home with me. Well, that worked. Like, cool. Yeah, it worked out. It kind of it was just the way it worked out. Period.
2: You know. So, so basically, she did her thing. You yep. did your thing, and then you just met in the middle and <clears throat> came met back in the home. middle.
1: So yeah, so we we met up. Now she told me it rained all day Saturday in Jersey where she was at. Right. Cause when we spoke during the day. She's like, it's been pouring all day.
2: Well, we've been looking at <laughs> some news, you know, the, some, some of the news, um, where they're basically covering stories in where flooding was insane. Like yeah. the state of Rhode Island was literally underwater. Yeah. Like when yeah. you look at some of the pictures of the highways, some of the local streets, people were just like stuck coming Almost back
0: like, from their long weekend. Can't get home on yeah. the Cape.
2: Right, because you have to go through Rhode Island to get into Connecticut. Um, yeah, that was my fear too. 95. That was my, and right.
1: especially me. I'm camping, and I'm not in my trailer. I have my tent in the back of my pickup. Right. So my fear was like, oh shit, if it rains really hard, I don't know. My thing was like, will will the back of the pickup fill with water with the tent set up? But and that's my bed? okay. So you get a little bit of wet yeah. tissue. That's okay. But no, it, it it actually works well. My tent uh, kind of sits over the side of the truck, so nothing went into the bed which was a plus. And the rain we got was like Saturday into Sunday. Right. Sunday morning. We had no rain for the better part of the morning.
2: See, this is why I need a cabin. This is why I need to meet some of the, you know, perms. the perms um, so that we can make friends yeah, and be like, so, I'm coming over my yeah, puppies. But
1: like I said, they have little, yeah, they, um, trust me, the people are so friendly. That's amazing. It's really nice.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, but um, we had enough time on Sunday morning that we got up, we had breakfast and we packed up. And by the time we were done packing up, we left like at one, no, 12, I think. From the campground, and as we were leaving, it was drizzling. It was starting to rain again. Right. So it now just it got. worked Oof. out. Just yeah.
2: My grass has been dead for two months. It's now starting to sprout.
1: <laughs> yeah, I <was> like, oh, <laughs> everything's you're <late>. confused.
2: <laughs> you're late to the game. So um, so Trish and I again, like as we said before, we we had a really good, um, quiet dinner. Then we all went back home early enough for us to be able to get in bed and and sort of kind of have some sort of decent Tuesday,
0: even though it was still rough. I know it was, it was.
2: So, um, but other than that, it was good.
0: It was good. All
2: right. So I wanted to talk about something that has come to light recently in regards to, I
0: need a bitch for a second. Hold okay.
2: On. I, yeah, I was noticing you're, you're up in your phone over here and, and, I and I'm, and I'm sorry
0: about this, but like, okay. So I wanted to try something new. This show is not sponsored by hello fresh. So I wanted to try something Even her new. ass is not HelloFresh, but anyway. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> Hello Fresh.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. And it was supposed to arrive today, five meals, mm-hmm. for two people. Didn't come. Or someone stole it. I don't know. So I'm going back and forth with customer service right now, and they refunded me for
2: $40. And you paid how much? A hundred and thirty. No, bitch. You're gonna refund me for the entire thing.
0: I'm like so that's why I'm quiet right now. I'm like fighting with somebody via text. <laughs> I miss being able to talk to someone where you can just yell at them. Right. <laughs> but then,
2: <laughs> I I think that's probably the reason why they invented that for people like
0: you. But I always get my way when I talk to someone. I know that's one, but yeah,
2: this is not a velo bitch.
0: <laughs> so
2: so basically the food never arrived someone may have stolen it. it's not where it needs to be
0: yeah which is fine <clears throat> and and I said you know things happen refund me and I will go ahead and try it again but I was going to change the address so it went straight to my job so that I know somebody's there to receive it right just right. in case somebody took it and their response was well We'll credit your account for the full amount Or we'll give you this refund What? So basically The shit didn't arrive Refund me the full fucking amount Oh she about to get this Sometimes
1: you gotta <laughs> Gate talk
0: 2.0 Not sponsored by HelloFresh
2: So So I suppose I will not be um, Trying HelloFresh
0: <laughs> Not today
2: Not today So anyway, I wanted to, um, you know, uh, talk about something that's been on my mind since I read this particular story and, you know, we've had this conversation on the show before and and I wanted to talk about some of the great, amazing shows that we've seen in the past six years. You know, when you think about, for example, Pose, Pose was a show that featured amazing LGBTQ plus representation, most of the like cast itself um, was either transgender or a member of our community and it was an incredible show that had could you? Would you?
0: Put my P- phone down. Yes. Thank you. God, I feel like I'm at work.
2: Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the show itself was so representative of our community that it was great. Fantastic. right? And since then i feel that even though we've had this conversation before and we've talked about other artists and other actors who have portrayed gay people in movies uh, who are not gay themselves we find ourselves talking about this conversation or having this conversation even though we've had monumental shows like pose and seen other gay actors you know be given an opportunity to portray gay characters Uh, The reason why I bring this up is because, you know, um, Brendan Fraser, an actor who I absolutely loved. I loved all his movies from Encino Man to, you know, the Mummy um, franchise was fantastic. I think he was a great actor. And and then he fell off the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a lot of personal issues, a lot of personal problems. Um, Clearly, he was going through it, gained some weight and, um, you know. Like we all do. We we have our moments. But recently, um, Brendan Fraser was casted in a movie um, to play a 600-pound gay man who left his previous life. Um, and the movie's called The Whale. Um, he, you know, obviously, Brendan Frazier is 52 years old. He's an actor who's portraying Charlie, who's a 600 pound middle aged gay man trying to reestablish a bond with his 17 year old daughter. Previously, this character, Charlie, had abandoned his family for his lover, who then died, leading him to overeating and going through this, you know, emotional distress. Um, and I'm feeling very conflicted. Of the fact that I love this actor so much and I want him to succeed, but why, why, why is Hollywood doing this and why do they continue to do this? When you see, for example, that shows like Pose really made a significant impact and the actors were fantastic and they were all queer actors. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how I feel about it. I'm conflicted. And so I wanted to throw that on the table and sort of kind of talk about this and decipher a bit um, what this means. You know, are we making progress in our community or are we still having to deal with this bullshit? Yeah, I I, I
1: think I mean from from my perspective, right, as a by individual. Right. <laughs> um I understand exactly what you mean as far as, you know, why why would you have an actor portray a gay man when we have plenty of gay actors, which right. I agree with. However, you know, it's acting. That's basically it's in the it's in the word itself, right it's in right. the title itself you're acting you should be able to at least take on roles that you portray other individuals it shows it shows how well developed you are as an actor right um Now if I see him portraying nine or ten different movies as a gay actor, then I would question it saying right. why are they always choosing him when there are plenty of other. Right. so gay, gay actors available but, but, I but mean, one it, could argue it, though yeah. you're
2: saying okay this is probably the first time that he's ever been in this situation where he's playing someone outside of his um, perceived gender and perceived yeah. I um, mean
1: look at all the movies we mentioned all the movies we mentioned he's always been some sort of muscle head mm. or you know Tony, what I mean he was hot in uh, yeah, yeah he was he totally would but, but you know look at what he's portraying now compared to what he's known to portray right previously it's a complete different spectrum that that he's ever portrayed before so i mean it shows there has been some change or maybe some additional development to his character right right as as an as an actor <clears throat> now seeing him repeatedly doing the same thing then i would question it but i mean you also got to take into account you go into acting so you can perform right and act act out scenes that's that's basically what it is whether it's gay or straight i i don't see it it as a big issue all the time i
2: I could understand that argument right you're arguing the fact that you know yeah as an actor you should be able to portray whatever parts come your way because Mm -hmm. that's what you do you're an actor Mm. right but being gay is not about you know it's not an act it's well, yeah. an actual human it's a person you know you you are who you are um a community is a community you can't just you know
0: act so recently i was trying to find an article to respond to your question so recently i read an article about um billy eichner's co- uh, co-star luke mcfarlane um in bros the new movie that's coming out mm-hmm. um and he though he's had a set Like semi-successful career, mainly in like Hallmark movies and Lifetime Mm -hmm. movies. He He was also in
2: Brothers and Sisters, Mm
0: -hmm, but he had been passed over for so many roles because in April of two thousand eight, he came out right as gay. Right, Um, he did. He's in that movie. Uh, It's clearly an LGBTQ plus film, Um, but when we are seeing an uptick in films that feature lgbtq plus individuals i don't understand why heterosexuals are getting the parts over um, people of the community especially when you hear stories about someone like this who dedicated their life to this career of of acting and and you know being in film and continually being passed over for these larger roles that would make or break him. You know what I mean? This is a breaking out role for him in Bros. And he he's, I wouldn't say he's young. I mean, he's definitely middle-aged, but like he's at that place in his life where it's like, this should have happened years ago, but because he was gay, it never happened. Right. So the reality is we definitely need to keep looking and talking about the fact that we see so much lgbtq plus representation in film and tv now but we need to make sure that we're also our community is being represented by the actors that are portraying those roles
2: not to mention i mean aside from the accolades that shows like pose received at the emmys and some of these other you know um show category you know like shows that um award actors um for their for their work um, there hasn't really been as of 2021, dozens of straight actors have been Oscar nominated for portraying gay people. Uh, but that distinction has never been afforded to an out actor. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we talk about this actor. I know exactly who you're talking about because he's absolutely gorgeous. Uh. And one of my favorites and in Brothers and Sisters, the show on ABC, he was one of my favorites. And, um, you know, he could have had a very successful career if he stayed in the closet. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that... He could have probably been like... Superman. Or or Thor. Or Thor, right? It's just... It's mind-boggling to me. (coughs) Another thing, for example, like I think shows like like, um, Modern Family, they Mm -hmm. got a pass, right? You have a gay couple that adopted an Asian baby on the show. One of the actors is actually gay, but the other one isn't, Mm -hmm. right? And this (coughs) show was on air on ABC for... Seasons and seasons and seasons.
0: Yeah, and it seems to me
2: like this actor got a pass on that.
0: But there's something about
2: Cam, right?
0: That Uh, that I don't know if that's. I mean, if it's acting all the time. uh, Well, I mean, there's there's this weird thing because I also agree with Jay. Like to be an actor that can portray um, both heterosexual and homosexual or whatever it is, it, it shows your level of skill. Your level of talent, right? That's right. And I think that is some, there's something to be said about to so the
1: point where we're questioning whether he's actually straight or not,
0: right. but but, <laughs> but that's why I'm so conflicted. Yeah. <laughs> but like I also think that <clears throat> excuse me, it's important whether all the characters are gay or not. like, I think the majority should be.
2: I agree. I agree with that, and so so then it leads me to my question to myself: and I think
0: They probably are.
2: Am I upset yeah. that Brendan <clears throat> Fraser got this opportunity and that he's getting uh, Oscar buzz-worthy accolades? Uh, I mean, the man got a six-minute standing ovation where he cried. Um, you know, after being gone and absent for yeah. so long because of you know his hiatus and whatever problems he was going through. I love Brendan Fraser as an actor. I really do. I don't know him as a human, so I can't really say that I love him as a human, but I love him as an actor. I've loved all the work that he's ever done.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I think we also we also have to keep in mind that when when they're casting for a movie, mm-hmm. right, you're looking for that actor that's gonna portray the role that 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 you have envisioned as a producer, right? Right. So who's to say that there weren't gay men that that <laughs> That uh, tried for the part.
2: Right. But, but they weren't gay men that were hired. Or who's yeah, to say that he's not gay
1: himself? Well. Right? That,
2: that. Maybe he hasn't come out. I just don't know. I'm just very yeah. conflicted about it. And I thought, you know, I, I think it would be a good way, especially on the show, to revisit this conversation in, in how we, we allow, right? Because here's the thing. I'm going to see this movie. I'm a gay man and I'm obviously raising these concerns, but I want to see this movie. I want to see him portray because I've always watched everything he ever did. So
0: what is the concept of the movie? I'm a little confused. So like who's gay, who's not gay.
2: So he He plays a a gay gay man man who left his family and his daughter for a, for a person he fell in love with. Okay. They had a relationship. This person dies part in his sorrow, he just starts eating his pain and sorrow away. And he gains so much weight. He's like 600 pounds at this point. He tries to pick up the pieces of his life and try to reconnect with, at this point, his 17-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And that's where the story just sort of kind of takes its own route, right? It's it's almost like uh, um, I'm gonna pick myself up and put myself together, but in order for to do that, I need to make right with my past, right? Right? Um, and so, I, I think again, the, the storyline would be amazing. I mean, just to see someone who's him portraying someone who's six hundred pounds. First of all, I mean, that's so that it's like itself. a six,
1: uh, well, like a 300 pound suit that he has to throw in. The prosthetic? I have no idea. Yeah, that's, I was reading a bit of the article as you guys were talking. It's like a 300, do- a 300 pound prosthetic suit.
2: Right. Mm. And Brendan <laughs> Fazer at this age in, in, in his life is, is not a skinny man. He wasn't as buff and fit as he used to be. Right. And so I saw him. it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. It,
1: it yeah. would be
2: really interesting to see how this all plays out. But I'm I'm. I'm going to watch the movie anyway, but I guess I suppose I will toss the question to the listeners um, and, and ask for your opinions on how do you feel about, you know, um, straight actors at this point in 2022, still getting
0: well, I'm parts just tra- for, for gay something manga. up really quick because. Um, because I think I know um, the person that adapted the movie. Right.
2: So, um, the individual.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I've worked with him before. Right. Samuel D. Hunter. And he's wrote and written some of the most amazing, amazing plays and LGBTQ centric works that I've seen as a person. He is beautiful. Um, and, 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 and amazing. Um, and he, I mean, he did, I think he did three different plays at Long Wharf. I think you saw one of them, and I can't remember which one it was. But he... It's interesting to me that he would have adapted this play into a movie and not centered at actual gay character, but at the same time, knowing him and knowing his work, I think... He was probably he probably saw and knew what Brendan Fraser went through in his personal life, right. and Brendan probably read the script and was like, "Oh my god this this is something that speaks to me," right. and knew that he could get get what he needed out of the the character because of their um, historical past. Right, because of their past, which I don't necessarily know is the right thing, but knowing who he is, and he's got such a cute little dog and has a beautiful husband, (laughs) but like,
2: so, so you, you're, what I'm hearing from you is that you believe that he most likely weighed that decision or considered that thought of this is not a gay actor that I'm employing, yeah, but it's Brendan Fraser, and he believed that he would be the best fit for this role. Yeah. And so he got the role because of that.
0: Yeah that's what I'm saying and like um, I guess this was actually a play written by him that was adapted into a movie. It was he didn't adapt it. It was adapted into a movie but obviously he had must have been involved in it in somehow in some way Um, but knowing knowing him and working with him um, and I've worked with him several times. There's no way that I could Imagine he wouldn't have cast someone who was a part of the community if it if there wasn't a a, a, a reason behind it. Right.
2: Right. And again, I'm not knocking. I want to make sure that no, people I know. understand I'm not knocking. Brandon Honestly, Fraser. I
0: was kind of knocking it until I realized who wrote it. Right. Um,
2: I, I'm not knocking him as an actor. I mean, because I also believe, like you, that, you know, everyone deserves work i don't care if the part is gay i don't care if i have to play a female um i don't care if i have to play um a fox uh, on you know voiceover for a fox on you know guardians of the galaxy in the end it's about getting work and making money he's a raccoon Uh-huh. well whatever
1: fine <laughs> i am groot but- <laughs> um but I'm I'm reading the article too, and it says um, it's a scene. Frazier in a 2006 low budget film called Journey to the End of the Night made the director decide to approach the actor for this role.
2: Interesting, interesting. Journey to the End of the Night. Yep. Right,
1: and it's important to
2: understand that this movie's not even out yet, right? This was a, a screening that was done uh, for the film um at one of the film festivals and you know at the end of it he received such an ovation for his work that the man broke down on stage and cried mm-hmm. um it's it's a beautiful thing to see again i love him as a human well as an actor i don't know him as a human um but i can't imagine that he would be a horrible person and if anyone you know for as long as he's been in the business that deserves accolades for his work it's him but I'm it just I don't know I feel so torn about the fact that you know more and more even after Pose even after all these successful shows that we proved that we could have really great material from r- amazing representation in our community we're still seeing this
0: yeah yep. you know what I'm gonna reach out to him
2: maybe we should talk about it
0: yeah I mean all all I can't say all because I don't know all of his works, but all, if not most, are centered around some LGBTQ plus issue, whether it's ageism or whether it's um uh uh, the fuck am I thinking of um uh, uh, uh pray the gay away right um they all really they're beautiful plays and they all focus on something that's so pivotal and important in our community so beyond just this i think having a conversation with him in general would be amazing
2: of his work you know his work his process how does he develop his stories i think that would be great yeah and let's work on that let's not promise anything we're not promising anything i text him right now but we're just <laughs>
1: we're not, i'm not promising <laughs> anything I mean, we do have what?
2: a talk phone um you know But anyway, while we (laughs) contemplate on our end, what it is that we're going to do going forward, uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll have uh, more conversations uh, and more dish. So stick around. All right, ladies and gents, we are back from our break. We had a chance to refresh our drinks and all that good stuff. We didn't even do a meeting. Yeah. What a shame. He's like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so happy Wednesday to you all. We are back. Uh, thank you for allowing us to take that break. And thank you for sticking with us. And um, now we're going to move into, uh, we have another story for you. Um, we pretty much beat that last story to death. but um, Sorry all that. No, no I, I, I think it was a very healthy discussion. And in the end, I think I came to the conclusion that I will most likely... Watch the film and I will be happy to see Brendan Fraser uh, succeed because, again, you know, I love him as an actor. Um, So there's that. So, um, Trish, I'm going to toss it over to you. Yeah, sure. You've got a story for us. Tell us what you've got and let's open the discussion.
0: Okay. so I think we actually covered the story Mm. a while back when it first came out. So there was a teacher that was suspended um, for misgendering uh, one of her students. Um, This individual went by he, him pronouns and asked to be called by a different name. Um, And when this teacher refused to do, in fact, what the student was asking, she was suspended. Yeah, she was suspended for, I believe, three days.
2: The teacher or the student?
0: The teacher. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the teacher sued the school district. Okay. Um, and she just won $95,000.
2: So she got $95,000 from the school district because Mm -hmm. she refused to address a student by their preferred pronouns. Mm -hmm. Where was this? Kansas. Kansas.
0: Yep, Kansas. Oh, okay. Fort, which makes sense. Fort Riley Middle School. So
2: Kansas is one of the states um, below the Mason-Dixon line, right? hmm
0: So what's interesting about the story is that when this all happened and then sh- this teacher sued the school, the school went ahead and put into place formal policies regarding students' preferred names and pronouns. But the reality was this teacher, those policies weren't in place prior to the suspension and she was suspended under general policies.
2: Right. So basically she was awarded that amount because at the time the school didn't have those policies in place. Correct. So, so if she, I'm hearing technically
1: you- she wasn't breaking any rules. Right.
2: So if I'm hearing you correctly though now.
1: But
0: but at the same time, under their general policy, she was suspended for bullying. Okay, so that in, in my opinion is breaking a rule.
2: It is, um, but how would one's refusal to address someone um, someone's preferred pronouns bullying in a sense? Right, that that would be the argument that the court is making. How is it bullying?
0: I I mean I I don't feel like I need to justify that that question. I think it's bullying, just. By not acknowledging the fact that they identify a certain way. Right.
2: Well, I mean, we all agree. If
0: you have the strength to come out and identify a certain way and politely ask to be um, referred to as he, him mm-hmm. with a first name and that's not respected, that's bullying.
2: I agree with you, right? But I'm trying to understand what reasoning the court had to award this person that much money for their refusal to acknowledge someone
0: Mm -hmm. um, for their preferred pronouns. Basically, the argument was it went against her religious beliefs.
2: Which it seems to be a trend, right? oh, a lot of things clearly that are happening are are doing so, like for example, there was another story which we won't get into, but you know we'll mention in where someone sued because um a, a private insurance company didn't want to cover prep, for example, right?
0: No, no, it was a private company that wouldn't allow the insurance company to cover prep for their employees.
2: Right. And so so that private company made that decision on their own.
0: Based on the company's or the leadership's religious beliefs, yeah. Right.
2: And so again, the stance on that was it's against their religious beliefs. Correct. And so
0: And based on the Religious Freedom Act, there as a private company It was ruled that they were technically allowed to do that. That said, that same person that owns the company said the best way to get rid of AIDS is to murder gay men, pretty much.
2: Fucking asshole. Right? It's it's the whole same premise behind the, you know, Hobby Lobby, for example, and their in their unwillingness to cover contraception Mm -hmm. or any type of treatment that had to do with That's exactly
0: the same thing. They
2: use the religious, you know, freedom. Act as part of their refusal to have medical insurance companies cover those services for their employees. Mm-hmm. But what—that's
0: disturbing. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But what is really amazing about what Fort Riley Middle School did? Um, yeah, they have to pay out ninety five thousand dollars. Which, let's be honest, as a teacher, it's crazy to me that you would sue a public school when we all know public kids. Most teachers buy half the shit they need right. and bring it to the classroom with their own money. Right. So the fact that the, this person who is a teacher is taking mm-hmm. $95,000 from their school budget, or it's probably insurance, but at the end of the day, their insurance now will go up and all right. of that stuff, whatever. It it, it it boggles my mind. But what the school did in reaction was kind of beautiful, especially in Kansas. I mean, right. they they not only put into place policies that would protect people from being misgendered but they put in they put in policies that would protect the students if they came out right. to a teacher as however they identify from the teacher going to the parents and letting them know
2: interesting so but basically because the school went out of their way to do that they now offer a, obviously their their interest is in the best interest of the student. Uh Right. And so a teacher now in today's day and age, after this, this policy change can't go to the court and say, I need to sue because correct. And have a successful outcome like this teacher did because of the actions that the school took.
1: Right. Basically they found a hell of a lawyer. They found a hell of a loophole.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Well, actually, so, uh, the teacher's name, I think, was Ricard, Miss Ricard. Yes. And she used the Alliance Defending Freedom group to represent her, which the group that represented the school, the Southern Poverty Law Center, um, describes as a hate group.
2: Which I, would, I, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, think about all the things that are going on right now in Texas, yeah. right, um, where you have all the things that are going on in Florida, right? Don't say gay bill and how that has really polarized the conversation. This is where Republican lawmakers are going because they have nothing else to bring forward other than to sow um, hate, division and chaos into our political system, into our everyday lives, uh, which really just ends up being consequential Mm -hmm. for those that are on the receiving end of that. Students, members of our community and how do we? How do we push against that? What do we do about that?
1: I always say they—they they like the political parties like to create chaos, so mm-hmm. that when you're involved in some bullshit brawl out in the streets, they're passing laws. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do that shit all the time. There's stuff happening, and all of a sudden, new law just passed while wow, right. this whole commotion was going on.
0: Well, I think what bothers me the most is the fact that. Um, Miss Ricard, this teacher, um, pretty much said, fuck it. The The school counselor said, this person likes to go by he, him. This is the preferred first name they like to go by. And instead of listening, what this person did was call the student Miss Last Name.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. What, what do you think the parents um, landed on this? Of this this young person.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't speak to that. But it's my assumption, the fact that she was suspended. Right. Um, I think the parents are in support of their child.
2: So the student was suspended?
0: No, no, no. no. The, oh, teacher. the teacher. Right. That's right. why the lawsuit came about. Right. Yeah. So I, so I'm so I guess now the parents For three could... days, $95,000 so for three I guess the parents could days. turn around
1: and sue Miss Rickard.
0: Now that she's got money, right,
1: yeah. for discrimination and bias. I mean, if they get it. Hey, I mean, at that's some... the good thing about about the law. Yeah. <laughs> but in
0: a
2: state like Kansas, how how is that going to fly, right? I mean, hey. when you think about the most law, of the law, the attacks, w- works
1: in both ways, right?
2: It does, but you know, it depends on who's behind the bench, mm-hmm. right? Whoever whoever is behind the bench, their beliefs and and how they align politically uh, determines uh, the outcome and it determines your your chances of winning and and that was the 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 point i was trying to make that you know a lot of states typically below the mason dixon line are the states that are really pushing these hardcore anti-lgbtq plus laws um you know talking about oh we need to protect our children as if we were pedophiles in some way shape or form as if the way that we live our lives
0: no, i i think it's more about i mean yes i think it's about pedophilia but i think it's also about we're gonna push the gay agenda we're going to make your children gay i think they're afraid that having an out teacher an out proud teacher or somebody who supports a uh, su- well for lack of a better term supportive healthy environment is going to encourage homosexuality or you know right. but when whatever you really, it is when
2: you really think about that I mean you were in social work for for many years uh, before you switched careers um, we 've seen seen this over and over again you know it 's like when you are a person who um, is part of the community, even when you 're young, you know yeah right oh yeah someone doesn 't Make you gay scientifically, that's been proven. you can't be made gay simply by what you're exposed to. If that were the case, I would be a straight guy. I mean, I had one of the best deaf fathers in the world, you right? My little brother's father raised me since I was a very young young man. and he was as straight as they came. A man's man, you know, worked very hard and tough love at times that still didn't stop me from being who I was and, oh, and honey, who I ended know. up becoming.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and I love that man dearly, but, you know, I still, I'm st- I'm still a gay person, right? It's you, I, I don't understand, um, you know,
1: the logic, the logic, <laughs> the logic behind do, yeah. some
2: of these things. Um, because basically <clears throat> what they're doing is that they're bullying teachers and out members of our community to sort of kind of go back into a semi-closet right or uh some sort of like pantry if you if we want to call it that for the sake of you can't expose our kids i'm like literally we're turning we're almost to the point where we're going to be russia right with their gay propaganda oh laws where you can't say gay, you can't wear a fucking rainbow.
0: And it just got worse over there by the way.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's scary. It it really is and it's 20 motherfucking 2. Wait, yeah, it's 2022. Yep. That that's the scary part. You know, from a social work perspective. Um what would you say to parents? that were seeking guidance in regards to a situation like this young person found themselves in.
1: Definitely. I would, um, align them with, for example, here in Connecticut, the new Haven pride center. Right. Right. So they can find the additional support that they would need. I mean, with the social services I did, I was mainly in the HIV field. Right. Um, but I did the counseling with, Which is with the center field. youth group. Yeah, right. with the center youth group. So that's that was basically what we what we had made available to kids when when I was with the Pride Center eons ago, and we ran the center youth group. A lot of the kids were coming straight after school just to find a safe place, right? You know where they could go and hang out with people that felt alike. And there are a lot of times that they would bring my, their friends, and they're like, "Oh, this is my friend," and they claim they're straight, but you know. She likes hanging out with me, or he likes hanging out with me, and right. whatever. There was no, there was no questioning anything. We allowed them to come in and hang out, and eventually they would start asking questions, and you know right. they were curious and they were scared to talk to their parents. You know, we we always offered some counseling. Uh, we asked them if you're comfortable talking to your parents. You could do it in this way or that way, depending on what the situation was at home. Right. If you don't feel that you're going to be safe, then we would suggest, no, that then, you know, let's look at other options Mm -hmm. where you can still be you without putting yourself in any harm. Right. You know, so that, that's always something that was offered to our kids, but it's tough because if you have a child that's in a school and there's an issue with that, you have to navigate carefully. Right. you never know what their home situation is like
2: right i mean we say this all the time <laughs> all you know, the time we're in september next month october 11th is national coming out day uh it is a day that are you gonna know,
0: finally come out
2: oh honey I'm, every year like clockwork
0: <laughs> um you know and, and we talk come about the, the
2: how significant coming out is for someone and how liberating it is yes but also we always advocate and say you know we have to make sure that We explain to people, if you feel that by coming out, put yourself in danger, don't. Yeah. You don't have to.
1: You don't have to. But know that there's
2: nothing wrong with you, right? And I think that's the important thing is to reinforce to everyone.
1: it's not a, and again, just to clarify, it's not a don't come out. Just if you know that a certain situation can put you in harm's way, then avoid that for now. Right. Until you you figure out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. or <somebody> yeah. first. <laughs>
0: of course um <laughs> I, I do want to say though like beyond you know going back to the story and thinking about the backlash of some of these things like don't say gay the don't say gay bell i mean florida has i think what is it nine thousand 000 teacher
1: can, oh, can i make a suggestion i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off yeah i, I hate i hate the actual sentence. Don't say gay. Can we just say DSG? Yeah, sure.
2: DSG, just like we don't say tru. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. Yeah. It just yes. j- you know what? Because I feel like we're we're kind of yeah, yeah adding yeah. to the propaganda.
0: Yeah. Right. No, I hear you. So so DSG <laughs> has forced um, so many teachers to leave mm-hmm. their profession. Also, Florida, I think is like it like. Forty first in salaries, like not paying teachers well, which doesn't help. But their rate of I'm going to retire early went from thirty five to fifty five after Don DSG came out, and which is which. So is on telling. the telling, so they have nine thousand school openings, right, for teachers or professionals, and they can't get teachers. So. Over four hundred and fifty thousand kids started school this year without a permanent teacher and this is all because of something like DSG right this is backlash from DSG and on top of that, the Governor DeSantis, who everybody thinks is so amazing to try to you know fill the gap and like you know make people stay, he pretty much I think it was like $800 million into the public school systems for salaries. And they still have these rates and 9,000 openings.
2: They literally are accepting teachers from other countries to come and educate students in Florida, even if they don't have the required qualifications um, of a U.S. teacher to come and teach.
1: Yeah, and we, I think they're also short Yeah, they I think they're also reaching out to other states and offering a sign-on bonuses.
2: Right. Yeah. What but what good is that going to do if you still have to, you know, like throw your personal life into the fucking closet again just so that you can go and teach. And listen, if I had a choice to ensure that my students had a really good education, I most likely would probably do that. Because, you know, in the end, it's all about the kids. It's all about making sure they have an education, but it's fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It is truly and honestly fucked up that that's where we are uh, in a state like like Florida. Right. It's so Florida is, is a very diverse state. It It's one of it's, I believe it's like the fourth most populous state in the U.S. Um, it has the one of the highest counts for for electoral votes when it comes to the presidency, which is why it's such a battleground state. Um, And it's scary that, you know, the messaging that that we're sending to our kids is that um, gay is wrong simply by passing legislation like this. And what really what really makes me feel good about certain things that are happening is the way, for example, Disney handled that situation. Mm -hmm. Disney was like, screw it. No, we're not going to we're not going to go with this. And what did he do? He took away their special status. And what happened when he did that?:
1: <laughs> backfired: Everybody
2: oh. <laughs> in that community where Disney operates in,
0: Oh, that's still not done though.
2: That has to they all have to now pay taxes uh beyond no, They
0: actually don't. It's still all
2: being litigated.
0: it's wouldn't happen for another couple of years. Uh-huh. But, but it would. But the reality is, Disney is pretty much lobbying and figuring it out. like it's not it's not going to happen.
1: Because but he made a big de- show of
0: it right. so that he had the support from his constituents, right? So, right. like, look what I'm going to do for you. Meanwhile,
1: yeah,
0: Disney's going to be like, okay, fine, we'll pull out. And then they're going to lobby and figure it out so that they're not going to leave and that people won't feel the weight of that tax, right?
2: Right. Because, well, I mean, think about all the services that Disney provides in that district,
0: right? Think about all the money Disney brings to Florida in general.
2: Right. So I mean it's it's pretty catastrophic um the repercussions of his decisions and and the policies that he's passing and to think that this is potentially a candidate for president um as they believe that he's I'm going to turn your mic off. I know. And then I mean I I <laughs> I will help you.
0: <laughs> no, um, but I also I also feel too for all those LGBTQ plus educators. I mean, right. I have so many friends that are teachers that are gay, lesbian, whatever, and they can't, they can't be put in that situation. Right. They, they, if they, I mean, in this article, they're, they're like, I, I, all I want to do is stay here for these kids, but I can't be who I am.
2: Right. I have to sacrifice everything that I am, who I am, what I am, my whole being Mm -hmm. for the sake of educating children.
0: Yeah. And also like try being somebody of the community, seeing somebody in pain or suffering and not doing something. You could lose your job. Right. Well I would not be able to do that.
2: Right. Not doing something will allow you to keep your job, but doing something would prevent you from keeping. Like you can lose your job. And and you know, and the pain when you see someone suffering and you can't do you it. Because you've been there. Because you can't talk about it. Because you can't talk about, you know, the bullying and all this crazy stuff that's happening to kids um, in school that have been ha- for decades. I mean, we went through that. You went through that. I went through that. I don't know if you did. Um, I don't really
0: get bullied that much. Yeah.
1: I had my bullying, yeah.
0: I mean, I did too, but it wasn't like.
1: <clears throat> it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't too bad. But right. I, I I mean, I, I did. Yeah deal with with bullying But there are a lot of Something kids that, in
0: there? that that deal with really heavy stuff and
1: Forgot my laptop. Hello. <laughs> oh, she did.
0: <laughs> I know I can't be on my phone but she's on her phone the whole show is fine.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm on How else am I going to follow the show?
0: <laughs> no, but I mean on top of all of this shit, on top yeah. of the, you know, 450,000 kids that don't have a permanent teacher, on top of the $800 million that had to be put and should have been, rightly, put into um, the school systems for teachers' salary, but was only done because of the loss. We have to face the reality that these kids now have no support. You are going to see a large <laughs> spike in, in, in suicide in Florida. I, I'm predicting. Suicide. I'm predicting. And, I, and I'm sorry to say it because you know I, like I'm like i such an advocate because of what I've gone through. Right. And I just know with these kids, with some of these kids, if they don't have support at home. There is
1: the potential for that. Um, right. I, I think you also have to remember that as we have the Pride Center, I'm sure there are centers in Florida right. that are not but, associated mm, with the schools what? that can offer that support. Right, but they still um, have to go to school all day. Right. Yeah, I, understand, I mean, it's the same thing as being in an abusive household you right. know if they find out you're gay and you're going to be abused it's the same it, you look at it the same way right yeah you you have to provide the support somehow and at least provide that you know i had a shit day at school i'm going to the center right. you know i need to get away and release or talk to someone and uh, we have to also recognize that we have these centers available for that reason mm-hmm. um you know, it's tough. It right. sucks. It puts us in a predicament and I'm sure there will be ways to work around providing those services, but right. you know, but it, when you think about
2: what happens, for example, with the, the, the gay and lesbian student alliance groups you're that gone. existed you're gone. in all these groups, you know, like in all these schools and public schools that you were can't really you can't even D
0: S G G. So. But you can say lesbian. You can. I don't know. I'm just. It, it's know. the don't say or yeah. the DSG. So
2: <laughs> maybe we should there's, relabel ourselves. Okay, fine. We're not gay. We're colorful. What are you gonna do about that?
0: Oh, honey.
1: There's gotta be pass a yeah, bill there, and say that yeah. you can't
2: categorize yourself or call yourself colorful.
1: Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know. you have to be inventive. Right. For every situation, there there's gotta be an inventive way around it. Right. So you can't have an group LGBT, holes. you can't have an LGBT group in school. Well, it can be labeled as something else, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, the, and sure the conversation, yeah, that, yeah, and I'm sure they're doing yeah. that. I mean, you have people that are witty and smart about the stuff, and right. I, but I think I'm sure we'll hear about it as yeah. the year goes through. We'll we'll end up hearing mm-hmm. people talking about, and I think you that know, that's groups. important
0: during this time. But I think at the end of the day. My feelings are they shouldn't have to they right? shouldn't absolutely and and while while that is a very smart way to go um and as you said, witty, smart, so that you can still meet and and have your community um they just shouldn't have to
2: you're right, you're right. especially for now in a country where. Marriage equality is the law of the land for now. So, all right, well, ladies and gents, that's been a very, very um, evocative um, conversation, um, very thoughtful, um, but we do need to wrap up. So we're going to leave that conversation there um, and move on to our closing segment. And I thought Jay
0: uh, had a story. Didn't he have a story? Or, did you no, have we're a story? Good. Oh, we're good.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. I, I did. That was that. heavy enough. I, I think yeah. we've.
0: <laughs> Give me something uplifting for Christ. Oh, yeah, sake. that Hello. was Yeah, gay my animals. story wasn't that uplifting. <laughs> Do we have any gay animals? Let's I see. I found
2: <laughs> a chipmunk in my backyard and I thought it was playing around with another male chipmunk.
1: Mm. And
2: they're so pretty. I want to have one as a pet.
1: Oh, boy. A
2: chipmunk. Cool.
1: <laughs> Oliver was going to kill him. Your it. dogs are
2: <laughs> I keep seeing that video of the of the guy that goes and feeds squishy. A
1: squishy. Squishy. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh you watching that video and too I just much. I want to give him you know little nuts.
2: Sometimes I feel like that. Sometimes <laughs> it I don't. do. <laughs> so, but yeah, I want, I want gay chipmunks
1: in my backyard. Simon. <laughs> Theodore. Ooh, do, 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 do.
2: All right. Um, so I'm going to toss it over to my queens let's start with Trish Trish I'm going to move it over to you Mama Kim's Minute Uh, which by the way Mama Kim got a new look Mama Kim's Minute got a new look on the website you got to go check it out in tonight's pose toss it over to Trish
0: thank you All right, everybody here's Mama Kim's Minute number one children's hospital forced to evacuate after bomb threat over trans kids Yep. Number 2. <laughs> fall entertainment preview. Six queer things to watch and or read. Right. And if you haven't gotten a
2: chance watch game, watch House of the Dragon, there is a special Ooh. scene in the <laughs> background where the tapestry is depicting something very colorful and sex charged. It um, is. Um that, that th-
1: was fun. I I picked that up and I was like, holy crap <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so of course you know me snap <laughs> not only that uh
2: the rings of power are out on amazon prime I heard that's uh, too. allegedly one of the most expensive shows ever uh to uh be produced for television over two billion dollars of a budget holy shit but the cinematography is incredible yeah, so beautiful. watch it
1: um all right on this day mister on this day in gay history brought to you by gay talk 2.0 yes queen an lgbtq plus podcast
2: you better work this day
1: so on september 7th of 2001 we're in Canada, canada canada Meanwhile <laughs> In, in Canada.
0: Canada Canada
2: Canada Canada
0: Oh god Canada. No. It's been gone too long <laughs> Is this how
2: we like Say Canada now Like you know well, how I know in Europe They target say instead Target of Yeah
1: like, Instead of saying Jalapeno They say Jalapenos Can I have so, a Jalapenos Oh No not jalapeno. <laughs> I'm turning I'm turning it. I'm turning in. No yeah, So anyhow Let's back. let's move on Yes <laughs> The world's first 24 hour LGTB lgbtq tv network was launched pride vision tv is the original name of the network now out tv it is licensed by the canadian radio and radio television and telecommunications commissions to provide television services targeted to the lgbt community sorry lgbtq community
2: leave it to Canada. All right. love Canada. 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 No, I want no, a
0: jalapeno. Hal- jalapeno. Can I get a jalapeno <laughs> or
2: jalapenos? Can I have some jalapenos on my Can I get some poutine tacos? on my
0: jalapenos <laughs> in Canada? No, you need
2: your jalapenos on your poutine. Yes. Jalapenos yeah. on si.
1: poutine in si. Canada.
2: I want my jalap- jalapenos on my tacos <laughs> with my cebololas
1: oh boy what did I start yeah you started (laughs) something All right.
2: well ladies and gents thank you so much for joining us tonight if you love the show make sure you go subscribe rate and review on your favorite podcasting service by subscribing you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as our episodes are published you can also support us on Patreon which allows you our listeners to support the show with a monetary donation which we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more um jay
1: next week we welcome no one but nick no one did not book a guest so yeah we welcome ourselves wait wait wait, wait wait wait, hold on let me go here oh boy.
2: Uh. <laughs> okay first of all let me clarify
0: next week maybe dr g we're working maybe. on the new time the new right. day right that said i did book a guest for the following week bitch yes queen so that's like two in a row motherfucker two, <laughs>
1: that that is she true. wants a
2: doggy biscuit yeah. a little
1: <laughs> But yes but in two weeks we will have a guest we will announce it next week yeah
2: yeah all right <laughs> Well, and uh, now here's Nick with a weekly reminder for all you bottoms out there who want to keep your buttholes on point. Yes, we are talking about Future Method. I'm going to toss it over to my queen. Here she goes.
0: All right, everybody. Get the Future Method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing chances of injury and or STDs. This first-of-its-kind doctor-developed formula gently cleanses before you play... Without hurting your bum Visit futuremethod.com To purchase your life changing bum cleanser Today You've
2: gotten so good at that You better <laughs> fucking work
1: And I guess it is that time of day Time to put a ring on it the And yes ladies, I did use a ring all weekend. Uh, weekend. I'm uh, proud Did you, of you. <laughs> leave it up there? Uh, okay. <laughs> no <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you leave your dignity? <laughs> My
1: dignity baby yeah.
0: Dignity diaphragm <laughs> ring
1: <laughs> 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 You pionist I know our show is available. No, am I at the right spot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is available also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.
0: You can find us on social media. Facebook, GayTalk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0, Twitter at Gay Talk20. You can email us at GayTalk 2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom. Let's try it.
2: <laughs> if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. Click on the contact us tab located at the top of the web browser. There you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host. You can also call us and leave us your voice message at 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all those digits, it is 334-429-82. Don't forget, we do stream live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can access the live stream by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. With that, ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you. And you'll have a good night. Bye. 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 Thank you for
1: listening
2: to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Dish.